from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Good marketers don't go it alone. Instead, they collaborate to gain multiple perspectives and achieve the best possible outcomes. That approach works well for Alana Kelly, Marketing Manager at ONTAP Credit Union in Golden, Colorado. She received the 2021 Rising Star Award from the CUNA Marketing and Business Development Council. I'm Bill Merrick, Deputy Editor for CUNA News. In this episode of the CUNA News Podcast, Kelly explains how her previous experience shapes her credit union marketing efforts, successful campaigns at ONTAP, how marketing changed during the pandemic, what the future holds for her discipline, and more. So can you tell me a bit about your background and how you got into credit union marketing? Yeah, so I would say I kind of fell into it, to be honest. I've been in marketing for a little over 12 years. Um, I started my career in nonprofit in public relations and social media. And that was when social media was kind of just starting out. It was really not what it is today. With that, then I moved into another role. And with that role, I took on more responsibilities, you know, as far as brand management and community relations. And, you know, with each role, I think I just acquired a new skill and I kind of entered a new industry. So with all of that, I feel like it just really prepared me for the credit union industry. The only thing I didn't have at the time was any credit union experience. To be honest, I didn't really have any financial experience. I had real estate experience from working with Remax and their corporate office, but that's one part of the financial business as far as mortgages and things like that. But so there was a little bit of a learning curve, but it's been quite a journey and I can't really believe that I've almost been here two years. So it's a blessing in disguise. It's been a great brand to work for. So really lucky. What did you take away from your previous experiences that you can apply to your credit union role? You know, I think sometimes it's best to get back to basics. I think that sometimes we can overcomplicate things, right? And get too far into the details and not take a step back and think about the whole perspective. And so I think for me, I've just been really trying to spend more time evaluating our processes and systems and things that we can stop doing so we can start doing the right things really for our membership and helping membership, whether that's helping them solve their day-to-day needs and problems or internal day-to-day needs at the brand level as well. So I think that's the way you have to look at it is how can we get away from maybe some of the things that we've been pushing to the side that actually are important and are going to resonate. But if you don't take that time to pause and reflect, you keep pushing it to the side. For us, one example is our website. We knew we wanted to change it. We knew we needed to give it some love. But again, it's one of those things that we're like, well, we'll just do it another time, do it another time, do it another time. Now we're really making it part of our process. We're like, okay, we want to revamp these pages. This should be part of the 90-day sprint and the focus on how this is going to solve for the member journey. Because again, it's one part of that journey. And so I think when you think about it like that and you dissect it into little pieces, it's not so overwhelming. So I think that's one perspective is let's get back to basics and just it's okay to pause and not jump right in until you feel like you have the right strategy and the right mindset. Can you tell me about ONTAP Credit Union and the members that you serve? ONTAP Credit Union was actually formerly Coors Credit Union. It was established in 1954. 
We service about 20,000 members um, in about four counties. The company changed its name in 2017 to really celebrate not only our brewery heritage, but also to be more inclusive and really just kind of reinforce our reputation as a community resource and offering a wide range of financial products and services. In addition, you know, we really feel like we're helping grow our membership, but what we're here to do is to craft solutions to help you live your next Colorado adventure, whatever that may be. And so I think that's really the heart and soul of who we are and what we do. And you mentioned you kind of revamped your website and some of the pages. What have been some successful marketing campaigns that you've worked on lately? We created an evergreen mortgage campaign, really getting back to basics. So it wasn't just revamping the website. It was really looking at the member journey from start to finish. And when we say finish, we don't really mean done. We mean like, what does it look like when they close on the loan? And then how are we also going to like celebrate with them? You know, COVID, things are loosening up. Things are going to get a little bit different. The world's going to change again. But there still might be people that are not here locally. So again, how do you celebrate them? How do you continue to celebrate that journey? Because it doesn't really just end when you buy your house. It's not like, okay, here are the keys. Good luck. This is not really how it ends, right? Like there's a whole nother piece to that. And so I think you have to look at it from beginning to quote unquote end, but then how do you additionally support them after they close on that loan? And so once you take a step back and re look at the whole campaign, it was really a great opportunity for us to think about the content that we're providing, helping first and selling second. And so really we created a lot of videos and blogs and really that content that was going to help them make the right decision versus just getting a loan. There's a whole nother piece and a whole nother opportunity to really help people. And I think that's what we're doing here. We're really trying to help people be successful. That's kind of what we've been really focused on is creating content that will help them think about what they're really signing up for and what that's really going to look like. One of my favorite campaigns is a gift card program that we did last year. So when COVID happened, you know, it kind of happened so abruptly and immediately that people had a pause in their tracks, right? It was, what is all this going to look like and how do we support our community? And so for us, we made the decision that we're not going to do any of these events anymore because the cities are all shut down, but we still need to support our community and we still need to support our local businesses. How do we do that? So we came up with this idea about a gift card give back program where we purchased $25 gift cards from local businesses and then we gave them back to the business and we said, you decide who this should go to. You make the decision of who in your community you feel like is hurting who in your community you want to get back to, whether that's frontline workers, that could be single moms, that could be families who, you know, are now only have one income or no income. You know, I mean, that was a really scary time. And I think what we did was we really created this opportunity to reinforce why we're here and why we love being part of not only Golden and Arvada and Denver, but really part of Colorado. We are here because we truly love the people that are represent this state. And so I think it just kind of made us really think about how we commit and how we support them. And it wasn't so much about the brand awareness because I think people are always like, oh, it's going to be so great, all the PR and stuff like that. You know, that's nice. But how do we really give back on that level and really change people's lives? That's what we did and in little small ways and we really made an impact. And I think that's something that will always carry through with me is something that I just, Felt very honored to do. Yeah, I'm sure your members were really appreciative and the businesses too. Kind of that personal approach really sticks with people, I think. Yeah, it wasn't that $25 Amazon gift card, right? Or that big box store. It was really thinking about 
that local breakfast burrito joint or that coffee shop or that cupcake place that can maybe not even keep the lights on another week, our donation really helped them create an opportunity to build a relationship with somebody and have it grow from there. How would you define your approach to marketing and what do you find works and what doesn't? Yeah, I think for me, when I think about a project or a task, I really think about collaboration. You know, what is going to be the best possible outcome for the goal we've set? But I think I need not only inside perspective, but I also need outside influence as well. Because as much as I maybe want something to perform a certain way, or I want something because I think it's what's best for the brand, you have to, again, take that step back and really make sure you're partnering with the right people and getting the right perspective. And so for me, I think collaboration is key if you want to be successful. I have done it the hard way where I thought that working alone was the right decision and blew up in my face. I think we've all been there where we're like, yep, could have done it better, could have made better decisions. And so I think from those moments, you learn that by working together, you get the best outcome and the best solution. And it's not just thinking about what is that for our membership, but also internally for our teams, because there's two pieces there. And you have to think about that perspective as well. How did marketing change during the pandemic and what changes do you think you'll keep going forward? I mean, first, everything was thrown out the door, window, literally. I think for a lot of us, we had to really get back to basics and we had to think about things like using QR codes again. Like I like a lot of people thought those were out the door, but I've seen them pop up all over the place because it's just another way to communicate and connect. I also think, you know, you really had to think about messaging. When things were closing, you had to be really careful because everybody has a different perspective about COVID and different feelings based on what they're hearing. So I think you have to be really aware of that. Also shifting advertising dollars. Like I didn't see as many commercials from those big box stores because people weren't able to purchase those items, right? Like, or those big box stores weren't able to make those materials because those materials are no longer available. And so I think right now we're really seeing this really interesting thing come out of COVID where going back to kind of the economics and really thinking about supply and demand and supply chain distribution, household economic constraints. I mean, there's a lot here and it kind of takes me back to, I think that high school class where we talk about it and you think we won't ever live through that. That's never going to happen to us. Well, we definitely are living through it. And it's something also to think about for credit unions because people probably aren't able to get mortgages or, you know, buy new homes in their markets because homes aren't available or people that are trying to buy their first home, they've been saving for years, but because of the market they're in, they're not able to purchase their first home. And so I think that it's just a really interesting time to look at that whole perspective and really think about, again, how are we helping people continue to achieve those goals and those dreams in a time where it almost feels so unrealistic that it's not going to happen. But again, I think it's, that's where we come into play of, okay, it might not happen today, but what are the things we can do so it can happen tomorrow? And I think that's the perspective we have to have right now because we can't change the economic standards right now. Unfortunately, we can't make more lumber. We can't make <laughs> things happen overnight. But again, what we can do is we can't find ways to support people and encourage them in what feels like a very discouraging market. Looking into the future, what what do you see for the future of marketing? Well, I think first and foremost that marketing has constantly been a changing force. 
in the 12 plus years that I've kind of been in the industry, so much has changed. I kind of mentioned before with social media, like it was just starting out for businesses. It wasn't at all what it is today. And then you also have all these other channels and now you have TikTok coming into play, right? And so I think for me, the way I look at marketing is it's a constant ever-changing environment. And if you're somebody who is like, I know it, we're good. This is the way it is. You're not going to be successful because you constantly have to be reading about case studies and you constantly have to be reading up on the latest quote unquote trends. If you want to stay relevant and you want to stay connecting with your market or demographic. And if you don't do that, unfortunately, you could stay stagnant. And I think there are brands out there like Blockbusters, perfect example. You say Blockbuster to the generation today and they look at you like, what are you talking about? It's Netflix, it's Disney Plus, it's all these streaming channels. But when I was growing up, it was Blockbuster or it was the grocery store video that you rented. So I do think that, again, when you look at it from that perspective, if you're not willing to change and grow and be mindful of where marketing's going, eventually your business won't survive or thrive. It must be hard to keep up with all the new options that keep coming out all the time. How do you prioritize which vehicles to embrace and which you just ignore? I think that's a great question because there's just a lot of noise. I think any marketer could say, holy cannolis, like there's just too much noise. How do I turn it off? And I think for me, again, thinking about the industry you're in, thinking about kind of where you want to take your brand, that's kind of where I think you need to focus your channel. So I'm really into podcasts. If you can, my recommendation, I don't always do this. I try to turn my phone off once a week for at least an hour. I just focus on either work or my kids or whatever it is in front of me. And I try to cut all of that out. Maybe that maybe is feeling like it's too much. That would be my recommendation to them. Is there anything else you'd like to add? You know, I think the only thing I'd love to add is it's been such a great opportunity to be with ONTAP Credit Union. And I just really want to share this award and this opportunity with everybody who has impacted my life. So my mentors, even my mentees, I just feel like I still have so much to learn and gain. And I'm just really excited to see what comes next and really excited to see what we do as a credit union as we kind of close out 2021 and enter 2022 and continue to see what the world's going to look like as it continues to shift around us. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. 